Hello, boys and girls, or if you prefer, MVS Nation or MVSers or whatever, whatever you prefer. Um, all right, let's jump into today. <clears throat> the scripture is Matthew 5 4. Uh, as always, unless I say otherwise, using ESV, scripture is Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Okay, so observation. I have. So these aren't so much observations as things from studying the scripture. So I don't want you to be like, Oh my gosh, how did he figure all that out just from that scripture? I'm never going to be able to know all that, <clears throat> all that kind of stuff. Um, this is from, from studying. So this is like, there's, you know, you can do just a Google search on a scripture, but there's commentaries. So you can read online commentaries. You can, um, the Bible app, I think has some commentaries. Uh, you can use, um, I use a software called Logos and it has, um, it's like for, studying for preaching and teaching and whatnot so that's probably overkill for you uh, but they do have free accounts <clears throat> and then um yeah so anyways there's lots of just different ways for a long time i would just like google matthew henry's commentary because it was a really easy to understand commentary then i started buying like a commentary set and only got a couple books into it and realized like it's just not really the way to use commentaries anymore and switched over to using the logos app so Yes. All right. So again, these are things um, I kind of looked into. So first off, before I even get to verse four, just to give us some background, um, <clears throat> these this this verse Matthew five four, bless those who mourn for they shall be comforted, is from Jesus's Sermon on the Mount. Um, if you don't know anything about the Sermon on the Mount, you should probably go read it. Maybe study it a little bit. Maybe do like a commentary search or, or Bible study on Sermon on the Mount, um, but basically describes how members of heaven should live. So it goes into a bunch of different things like that. Um, this verse is from the portion that's referred to as the Beatitudes. So if you ever heard that phrase before, the Beatitudes, it's from the Sermon on the Mount. Um, that's kind of what we're in then. Um, some interesting things, you know, with him going up to the mountain kind of reflects uh, back in Exodus 19.24. And he also makes some, like, comparisons to the law, which kind of, uh, like, shout, like a little shout out back to that, too. And then uh, it talks about Jesus sitting down. Jesus day, the most important person would sit while the others stood. Kind of the opposite of what we do now. Now it's like everyone sits and then the person speaking stands. Um, I don't know how they all heard. I have read stuff that, like... Back in the day, the world wasn't as noisy as now. I don't know if this is true or not. Well, I mean, obviously, in, in principle, it would be true. You could just tell by what I'm about to say it makes sense, but I don't know if it was actually this effective. So they say, like, back in the day, like, um, with, like, the soapbox preachers, you know, you think of that as some crazy guy on the street, but it came back, or it came from, like, a preacher would go out into a field, and a bunch of people would follow, and he would get up on a soapbox and start preaching. It would give him that little bit of elevation. And they, they say that back then, because there wasn't as much noise, we didn't have cars and airplanes and just so much noise from cities and everything that's like polluting, like noise pollution, that you could hear much further. So that, that's how people could like, thousands of people could come to listen to someone and then some dude without any amplification could like start preaching or, or doing a political thing or whatever and people could hear. Um, so that's interesting. I don't know how true that is or not. It's probably true. It makes sense. Uh, otherwise, I don't understand how anyone like past the fourth row or even third row would hear anything Jesus was saying. So I also don't see Jesus as like a hear ye, hear ye type of speaker. But we'll see. I mean, will he? I don't know. Maybe. That was weird. 
<laughs> verse 4. Uh, we're actually jumping into it. The ones who mourn, so some of those who mourn, for, or blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. The ones who mourn, it could be referring to mourning for Israel um, because of like the Roman captivity. They were um, there at the time of Jesus coming on the scene. They had been kind of lacking in like presence of God. There weren't really prophets. I mean, they had John right before Jesus, um, but it had been a while. Uh, kind of in a dark time when it came came to like you know God's presence amongst Israel. Um, like I said, they'd been taken over and captured by the Romans. They're under Roman captivity, and they're pretty poor <laughs> compared to like you know they're like paying taxes to Caesar, all that kind of good stuff. Um, you know, good being very sarcastic. Um, it could also refer to those who mourn over personal sin or are currently enduring difficult times. So I think that one is probably a little more relatable to most of us. And then for application I have, we can rejoice in the hope that all will be restored in the new kingdom of heaven. So basically saying like, we can have hope that going like, oh, no matter what's going on, whether, you know, you have sickness, you have, you feel like you've, you know, maybe a little older and you feel like you wasted your life, whatever it may be. You're like, oh, I'm going, I have all these problems, all stuff going on. As a believer, we have hope that our life is just such a small, tiny piece of, of eternity, like Eternity means forever. So like we do this tiny, 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 tiny little piece, which is our actual earthly life. And then we're going to spend all of eternity in heaven and in perfection and in God's glory. So there's a hope in that. And then also this hope makes our current life better when we see it, our, see our life in the light of eternity. So when you see your life in light of eternity and it's not just, hey, we're on this rock for a few years, make what you can of it, which is basically Rhett and Link's new perspective is we don't really know what is after this. So like Rhett even talked about how he's put more into his health because he wants to live as long as possible because he's now not sure if there's anything after life. So by having this view in this kingdom view, knowing that there's more to come, that's going to be even way better than this. It, it changes the perspective. One problems don't seem like they're as big of a problem Two, it's easier to like think about others than ourselves because we're not just always trying to think of like how can I maximize every single day for myself so it makes it easier to give your life to helping others and bringing others into the kingdom and into that hope and joy so yeah kind of makes some of your I know it still seems like there's a couple times in my high school career when I was going through something that just seemed like the end of the world and then um, I remember like I'd put it in perspective and be like okay even though this is really stressing me out this isn't necessarily the end of the world so um yeah it makes me think of when my car was crashed when i was in high school maybe i'll tell that story someday all right let's end this in prayer and get this as a record episode time wise uh lord thank you for i mean this just makes me think of just being thankful for you coming down as a man like this whole thing is from you preaching um the sermon on the mount which is you know when you were here on earth like that's just so awesome like you didn't have to do that it, um, i know it wasn't probably <laughs> the greatest experience especially considering the ending but thank you that you did that and thank you that um we can have this this hope of salvation this hope of eternity and i just pray you help us to be kingdom-minded and eternity-minded people and not living our life trying to snatch up every pleasurable moment but we can live it knowing what is in store for us and, and being conscious of others as well in your name we pray amen all right, guys, I will see you tomorrow. Have a blessed day.